Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Hello and welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. ACT, it stands for and cultural transformation. As leaders, we must all act. We must focus on those things we need to accomplish. And that's where true leadership comes in. My name is Rich Barron. Uh, my ho- my uh, partner, Michael Bailey, unfortunately, is not able to uh, join us tonight. So we're going to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart, uh, about due diligence and why that is so important in several aspects of life and particularly uh, leadership. So it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. I got to tell you, ACDC has been one of my favorite all-time bands, Um, still is. I love all their music. I love their story, the way they came together and their continued success, everything about them. Uh, You know, I love all kinds of music, but, uh, you know, in particular, ACDC has been one of my favorite bands. So let's look at this. It's a long way to the top if we want to rock and roll. And what does that mean exactly? What are they trying to tell us? What they're saying is it's all about due diligence. It's about learning your craft. It's about perfecting your craft. It's about hardship, pushing through hardship. It's about continuing on regardless of all the barriers that you're going to find in life or in in what you are actually doing in, in life to be successful. And that could be something you enjoy, something your career Anything along those lines. So I want to tell you, if you can see, if you're watching me live, you can see that I'm I'm in my studio. Now, music has been a very important part of my life. And I have been a working musician for more than 40 years. Now, that's uh, there was a time in my life that, you know, that was uh, a main focus of what I wanted to do. And it turned out that uh, I didn't care much for being on the road all the time, everything that entails, and uh, decided to move on and, and, and start a different career. But I got to tell you, I started learning to play like everybody else, very young age, neighborhood piano teacher sitting on that bench next to you, back straight, fingers bent, whatever you got to do, learning how to play the piano, running scales half hour every day. You know, my mom, was a very musical individual and really um, 
helped me, uh, you know, to develop that craft. Learned to play guitar, started about the same age, and I was, you know, eight, nine, ten years old, very young. By the time I was 14, uh, you know, I was doing a lot of vocal singing lessons, ended up singing on uh, two albums with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir as a very young boy, and then moved on, continued to learn how to play uh, music, and joined up with some friends, you know, went to school, did all those things, you know, that I wanted to do to become a musician. Now, I got to tell you something. I never, ever considered myself to be a musician until I first walked on a stage and tr and played music for somebody else. Up until that time, I was just learning my chops. I was running scales. I was learning how to be be a musician, learning how to, how to play my instrument, learning everything about it. And then working with some other people to kind of get your, yourself on the road to being a, a, a musician. Now, at that point, uh, there was a time that I ended up uh, in Nashville, working in Nashville, and thinking that I was, you know, pretty good. I could, you know, play my instrument pretty good. Uh, I could trade. I felt like I could trade notes uh, with with anybody. Had quite the ego going, and found out that I really was not near what I needed to be. And fortunately, some of my leadership lessons came from working with some of those phenomenal musicians that I got to know in Nashville, these studio musicians, who would take me aside and say, listen to this, play it this way. Listen to a certain uh, element of the music and play along with that. Learn where the pocket is. And because they, they took me aside and taught me these things, I learned that true leadership comes from teaching others. These guys were world-class musicians, some of the best there is. And they took their time to work with me to get me to that next level. Well, that served me well. Um, I've been able to play all over the country, all over the, in a lot of different places with several different musicians, uh, had a lot of great opportunities. Played anywhere from uh, bars to 10,000 people uh, in, in a crowd. And I'll tell you, it all came back to learning my craft, taking that time to learn. So how does that relate to leadership? It takes time. It takes due diligence to become a leader. A title or maybe a management title or becoming a supervisor doesn't not necessarily mean that you are a leader. You have those leadership skills. That comes with, with time. That comes with working with other leaders who can mentor you into the right path, teaching you how to truly develop those leadership skills that are going to be needed in order to be successful. Now, I got to tell you, it takes time. There are no shortcuts. Regardless of if you're just getting out of school, you've got a degree, you're ready to hit the ground running, man, you're going to take on the world, you're looking for that first job, you land a great opportunity, you've got a title now, and you're lost. You find yourself in over your head. Well, you're not the only one. Right now, as statistics show, 
that 44% of all millennials are now in leadership positions. The vast majority of them state that they have had little to none in leadership development training. And they're put into a, to a situation where they struggle. You know, here's the, here's the problem with this. When, when you get into a position or if you're, hire, if you're a hiring manager and you're listening to this now or you're another leader and you're listening to this now, don't simply put someone in a position where they don't have the capability, they don't have the capacity, they don't have the skills necessary to succeed. Simply having someone in a position because you're short, you're looking, you know, your employer retention may be down, you're looking for anybody to fill a certain role. When you put people in these roles that aren't ready, these young individuals maybe who are not ready to be a leader or haven't had that training, this is what's going to happen. Right now, leadership turnover is at an all-time high. And why is that? Well, when you put people in positions where they're not ready to be there, you're, you're gonna, they're going to feel undervalued. They're going to feel overworked. They're going to feel underappreciated, insecure, stressed, disrupted in their lives. They're going to be fearful all the time of perhaps losing their jobs. You're going to see their their performance decline. And eventually, they're going to be looking for something different. There is no shortage of skill and talent out there. You know, this younger generation that's coming up that is ending up in these leadership positions are incredibly skilled, incredibly talented. They have a lot of knowledge and they want to hit the ground running. They want to contribute. They want to be part of a bigger picture. But it's not simply about skills. It's not simply about knowledge or talent that came from maybe a degree or some experience in the workforce. It's about heart. It's about the willingness to go that next level, to learn, to dedicate themselves to something more. That takes time. That takes a lot of time. As a leadership coach, I've had over 25 years in, in leadership, operational management, and executive positions. And this was this was after I decided you know, to leave the road, and I went back to school and got uh, focused in a different direction. And I have fortunately had some very good mentors and leadership development individuals that I've worked with. I can think of several leaders who worked with me and fortunately in some instances allowed me to fail so I could learn those hard lessons that would be necessary to, to continue on. Now, when that happened, they took me aside and said, this is what you need to do differently. Focus on this. Remember, you're only as good as the people who surround you. Remember, you're not the biggest propeller head in the room. You need to have people around you that are smarter than you in those areas that you need ex expertise in your organization in. That is what happened when I you know, had great leaders, great mentors. Now, another great mentor I have is my partner, Michael Bailey. He's been an executive coach for 30 years. I've known him for quite a while. He's taken me aside as well and said, listen, you may have this experience, but I want you to listen to some other things I want to tell you. Never too late to learn, never too old to learn. We, you know, we continue 
to sharpen the saw. That's important. Con continually sharpening that saw, continually working towards more education, more knowledge, more ability, more skills, more talents, and things that you can pass on to others. Here's the, here's the one lesson and that I, I want to instill into new leaders or these, these people, these young people who strive to get that, that title because it may mean more money. It may mean more prestige. It may mean, you know, that feather in your cap. This is where I want to get to. But honestly, there are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts to leadership. It takes time. It takes due diligence. It takes effort. It takes failing. It takes hardship, stress, learning to deal with all these things, and then completely understanding that you perhaps hold the career of others in your hand as a leader. You have a responsibility to engage those around you, to train those around you, to give them opportunities to shine, opportunities to stretch their wings. So someday your legacy is going to be who you have taught, who you brought behind you. So remember, when you end up in a leadership position, regardless of what that is, regardless of that title, the people around you, you perhaps hold their career in your hand, their future career development, or, you know, maybe, you know, you're going to disrupt that by not taking the time to be a good leader for them. So here's the one thing, and I want I want to, to stress this as well. Um, with hiring managers, with you people looking for, uh, you know, individuals to fill these leadership roles. It's not simply about current or past performance, and I've talked about this a lot. It really is not about that current or past performance. It's about potential. Do they have the skills? Are they building the skills necessary? to get to that next level? Do they have the potential? Do they have the heart? Do they have the drive? Have they taken the time to, to get all these leadership skills together? Now, what you do is you take that potential, you develop them and turn that into future performance. That's the key. It's not simply about past performance. It's about their willingness to get to that next level, the willingness to work. You see that potential in them to the next level. So, and again, be very careful about hiring culture fit individuals. If you're looking for just someone to fit your culture and they may not have all those abilities and skills yet, you're going to put not only yourself in a position, but them in a position that is not going to be, you know, conducive to the success of your organization. If you're looking for someone to truly build the culture and future leadership of your organization, Take the time to talk to these people. Look for culture ad individuals, not just culture fit. Culture ad, these, these individuals that think big, think different, have these, these great ideas and are willing to go that extra mile to fit in to do this. So once again, you know, I just want to let everybody know this is, this is something that's near and dear to my heart uh, as far as taking the time to really hone your craft. You will not be disappointed. You will not regret taking that time to get to that next level, because once you do, you're going to be ready for it. Now, here's the other part of this as, as executive coaches, as, as individuals who develop leaders and want to develop leaders. The first thing we look for is that core. 
What is their core like? Who are they at the core? What's their true beliefs? What's their true values? And not only that, doing assessments that help them understand because it's it's our values and our beliefs that, that drive our feelings and it's those feelings that drive our outer core, those things that people see in us, the, the critical thinking skills, communication skills, drive for results skills, team leadership skills, all those things that you would essentially see on a, uh, a review, a performance review, those things that when you do a 360 analysis, your stakeholders are going to look at those, that outside core. But it starts on the inside. It starts at that core. It starts at the heart. Who are you really? How does what you are made of, that your core beliefs, values, how does that drive you as a leader? That's the first step we take. That's where we start looking and helping these individuals develop those skills and talents necessary to become leaders. Folks, we need great leaders. We really do. We are in need of leadership across the board, in organizations, in, in our countries, in, in, in our, our communities. And we, we need that leadership. We need great leaders. So if you're willing to step up, if you want to be those next great leaders and you want someone to talk to, you want to sit down and let's, let's have a conversation. Let's look at those inner core skills. Reach out to myself or my partner, Michael Bailey. You can reach us at executiveleadersactilec.com and schedule some time with us. Let's talk. Let, let's, let's get down to getting you ready to be that next great leader. So once again, come to the end of a, 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 another podcast without uh, my partner, Michael Bailey, and we excuse him for tonight. Looking forward to have him and him back. A great leader, a great coach, a great mentor, and someone who's incredibly knowledged, uh, knowledgeable about getting you to that next level. So I'll, we hope to see you again soon. Hope to hear from you soon. And once again, this is Rich Barron with Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT, which stands for Uncultural Transformation. Until next time, have a good night, be safe, and take care. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide will help to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.